Brittany Ross, and I play the fiddle. I'm Catherine Flincham, and I play the pipe. And together, we are Fiddle and Pipe. Two classical musicians who are reading and discussing topics beyond the staff. So grab a book, take a seat, and tune in. Batman is almost a bird, because bats fly. He's a Batman. He's a bat and a man. Bats are mammals. Stop ruining my analogy. Humans are also mammals. Birds are not mammals. Uh, well, you see, birds are mammals and humans are birds, so... Are you a vampire? Yes. You know who are also mammals? Who? What are also mammals? Hobbits are mammals, because that's what we're talking about today. (laughs) Damn, look at you. Are dragons mammals? Aren't they reptiles? (laughs) No, maybe they're not reptiles. They eat people. I think dragons would be reptiles. They're probably reptiles. They're they're supposed to be okay. uh, dinosaur esque. They got scales. Okay. Are dinosaurs reptiles? Um, do re mi fa so la ti do ti la so fa mi re do. Yes, they are. Yeah. Aren't reptiles? I thought dinosaurs were birds. Like, aren't alligators from the dinosaur age or something like that? Is that correct? There were some species that turned into birds. Oh. Like, an- ancestry birds of birds. But also there are some that are obviously like more lizard-like. But they're not reptiles. Hmm. They're technically reptiles. I'm gonna look this up. Wait, what are we looking at? Are dinosaurs now dinosaurs and reptiles? Dinosaurs? Oh, wait, it's like the top hit. Yeah, larger group of reptiles. You know what? Suck my dick, Google. I'm mad. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. I'll have you know that I had dinosaur books as a kid, and I always read them, so I know things. I like that Catherine tried to reel us in, and it didn't work. <laughs> I know. I try. Well, dragons. Oh, misty eye of the mountain below. So speaking of dinosaurs, which are reptiles, like dragons might be also reptiles. We're talking about the hobbit today. <laughs> which is, hobbits are not reptiles. No. You don't know that. Welcome to Fiddle and Pipe. <laughs> Wait, hobbits don't have scales? What are you talking about? No, but they have hairy feet. They have giant feet. Oh, that's true. They have a lot of hair. They like to eat food. Are they more like um, brontosauruses or stegosauruses? Aren't those reptiles? Yep, those are more dinosaurs. But they, they don't eat peep other dinosaurs. They're like vegetarians. They do be eating plants. Yeah, they be eating plants. They just eat plants all day. That's all they do for their life. What is going on right now? <laughs> That's what hobbits do. They eat all day. <laughs> Probably not vegetarian-friendly food, I mean, but, you know, yeah. they eat all day. Salted pork. Mm. Mutton. I'll show you this mutton. I don't think I've ever had mutton. Has anybody outside of England ever had mutton? What is mutton? Didn't we talk about this last time, too? We talked about this on the first episode, yes. <laughs> yeah, because he had mutton. It's rabbit, right? Aged rabbit. My dog treed Okay, him, okay. I remember. S- My dog treed. So, welcome to <laughs> Fiddle and Pipe. Um, It's actually lamb, by the way. No, Matt, the podcast is called Fiddle and Pipe. I know, but I just wanted you to know what kind of food that I'm going to be serving you. Fiddle and lamb. <laughs> Fiddle and lamb. La- lambs and pipes. I am your co-host, Brittany Ross, and I'm back finally with my other co-host, Catherine Flintram, who's not dead. Hello, you guys. I'm not dead. Um, I've come to terms that I probably should get a flu shot next year because F the flu. Just have it, so... 
And we are here today with Matt Richards of mm, Conversations. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Dark Yagami, a.k.a. The Laundromat, because I'm so clean. How are you doing? <laughs> Did you do laundry today, Matt? Um, I did it yesterday, actually, and uh, there's only oh. a few things in my basket that I need to do now, so go me. Yeah. Woo, adulting. Now that we know all about reptiles, we should maybe talk about The Hobbit? Yeah. Um, this book is actually a very historically accurate, um, and it tells you about different kind of reptiles, like dragons, that hoard gold. So. <laughs> In my notes, I literally put down chapter 17 slash, why did they make this chapter basically the premise of a whole movie? Yeah. Question mark? Which is funny. Is that the chapter we're starting on? The clouds burst? Yes. Okay. I don't, I can't read Roman, Roman numerals, so... Yeah, same. It takes some time. XVII is 17. But literally, like, isn't that the entire last film? Is them, like, what chapter 17 is, except they doctored it up, like, completely? Yeah, the entire third movie is Battle of the Five Armies, which is... Like, all of last chapter. (laughs) Or this chapter. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, they were like, we can make this a two-hour movie and just have them fight for two hours. And like, no. Just chapter 17? And then, like, the last two chapters are just, like, filler, like, yeah. Bilbo's coming home. It's so obvious how much they bloated this book when you look at the movie, and it's like, what? they really were, like, stretching mm-hmm. for content. I need to watch, like, have a day where I watch these three, like, in order, and just, like, mm-hmm. finally see and understand what people were talking about back in the day because like yeah maybe i can talk about this later but i really just didn't understand like how people were complaining that like the hobbit is so short and how like insanely long they made these movies and now i like i'm understanding it it yeah when you actually know the book and then you're like wait this Mm -hmm. like what you said this whole chapter is literally like a two and a half hour movie yeah when you when you have a book this simple and it's not that long of a chapter. I mean, we literally have, starting at this... Not much happens for Bilbo. We have, like, like 25 pages left of the book. And that's three chapters. That's literally, like, what I did when, before I read all the, these three chapters. I, like, counted the amount of pages, and I was like, I'm reading, like, 25, 26 pages. This is a movie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what? What? Where, where was this detail? When the Harry Potter films came out, okay? I'm talking to you, every single director of the Harry Potter franchise, minus part one and two, (laughs) seven. To be fair, the the parts thing wasn't really an established thing yet. Mm -mm. And also they didn't finish the books at the time they were making the movie, so they didn't really know what they needed to keep. Just rushed into it. Yeah. Well, they are making, I heard that in the future they're making a TV series out of it, so... Possibly. People keep saying that. We'll we'll Who see knows? if it actually happens. Yeah. That is another fantasy franchise. Yeah, we need to go back to the um the other. We need to go back to Middle Earth. <laughs> Let's stay on topic. <laughs> no reptiles, no <laughs> Harry Potter. Let's stay on Middle Earth. So I guess we should just dive right into this. So chapter Let's do it. Seventeen, the clouds burst. Boom. Bam. I think it's really funny how the chapter opens up because basically Bard and is it the Elf King? Does he come up too? Or is it just Bard? I think it's 
Thranduil. I think they both go up and they're basically like, so Thorin, have you changed your mind? And Thorin's like, no. And then they're like, <laughs> will you have peace or will you have war? I will have war. Is this in the movie? That was the quote for the movie. <laughs> I don't remember it. I just remember like there was a war. That was pretty much it. Yeah. We've seen it once. I just watched it. So that's the only reason I remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then Thorne's basically like, hell no. And then they're like, are you sure? And they hold up the Arkenstone. <laughs> He's like, how did you get that? How did you get that? Wait, wait, what? For real. And then he calls them thieves. And then it looks like they're going to fight over Thorne calling Bard a thief. And Bard being like, I'm not a thief. And then Bilbo's like, it was me. I'm sorry. I did it. And then Thorne's like, you. And then he was like... I wish Gandalf was here. And then Gandalf throws off a cloak <laughs> dramatically. And he's like, I'm here. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Yeah. For one thing we need to know about Gandalf is that he loves being like the center of attention whenever he comes in. Yeah. He's just like, oh. Yes, Even when he leaves. He called. Even when he leaves, they're like, where the hell is Gandalf? Yeah. He's like, yes, just so you know, I'll be gone. And then when I'm back, you'll know it for sure. Let me, let me tell you. <laughs> We just need more Gandalf. Like, what are you doing, dude? Why are you out? <laughs> Why are you just leaving? We, we could use you. Because otherwise they could solve the problem. I like that he says that he wishes Gandalf was there, but then Gandalf's like, I'm here. And then Thorin doesn't do anything differently. <laughs> and Thorin's like, damn it. I didn't mean it. He's like, I was kidding. Bilbo is saying that, you know, you told me I could have a 14th share of the treasure. I'm going to say this is my 14th share and I gave it to them. So that way y'all wouldn't kill each other. Mm-hmm. That that was your first mistake, was to take my Arkenstone, bitch. Basically. Yeah. He tries to basically Lion King Bilbo by throwing him off the rock. As you do. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? We can't be friends anymore because you took this from me. Then Bilbo's like, well, what about the treasure that I'm owed? And then Thorne's like, well, I will send it down. And then Bard's like, well, we're going to keep the stone until you give him and us the treasure. And then Thorne's like, okay, that's fine. So then they play a waiting game. It's my favorite game. Mm, I love the waiting game. And meanwhile, Thorin is communicating with this other horde of dwarves via crow. Via crow. Crow. <laughs> a horde of dwarves in Mordor. The Middle Earth uh, contact service crows. <laughs> That's medieval fantasy for you. Is Dane related to Thorin in any way? I that's what I thought. I thought they were cousins. I think it's his cousin. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's okay. his cousin. Are, okay, I do No, I don't have a question. Let's just keep going. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, we're good. We take questions from the class at any time. I don't have a question anymore. Okay. Please keep going mm -hmm. with the class. I, okay. <gasps> no more interruptions. This other group of dwarves is basically marching to the mountain as well. And I think one day passes and everyone's getting ready for battle because Thorin still isn't changing his mind. And the men and the elves are like, well, I guess we're going to have to fight you. Uh -huh. And then the dwarves come and they're like... They come very fast. <laughs> as you do. And they come really fast. As you do when you're a dwarf. I believe they wore, like, very um, silver-esque kind of armor. Yes. Like, that's what I remember. Like, there was some description about their armor being, like, of silver. 
and whatnot. <sighs> I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it says that they're, like, well-armored. Their caps are made of iron, shot with iron. Yeah. A lot of iron. So they're basically... So they're basically prepared to fight. Like, they're just like, let's just do this. They're dressed for battle. But it's really hard to feel like this happened a few days and not, like, in one day like they do in the movie. Because I just remember watching it and it was, like, happening right now as soon as the day started. And I'm like, oh. I think in the movie also Legolas, like went somewhere to like warn somebody about something he shows up and he's not even in the book Mm -mm. (laughs) yeah they just wanted to put orlando they wanted to tie it more to the lord of the rings probably yeah Mm -hmm. because people liked him in the lord of the rings so why not oh my god let's do it he's so hot (laughs) i mean they're not wrong though (laughs) <laughs> I was like, have you seen him? Like, yeah. He was as an elf. fine in Pirates of the Caribbean. Don't get me wrong, but... That was the same era, too. He was, he, yeah. was the same era as Legolas. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was, like, middle school crush days. When, <laughs> like, that and Johnny Depp at the same time. Okay, we need to go back to Middle Earth because I'm drifting off back into America. Um. <laughs> so, Bard and his men basically <laughs> block the way for Dane and the other dwarves to get to the mountain. They're like, yo, don't join them. We have them under siege because they're not giving us our gold. And then Dane's like, well, that sounds like it sucks for you. So they all kind of get ready for battle. And then a burst of thunder and lightning happen. And Gandalf like dramatically goes into the middle of all the armies. And he's like, the goblins are coming. We need a council. (laughs) They're still not over what happened like, what, 10 chapters ago? No. I mean, they're goblins. They don't have anything better to do. They, they don't. Basically, they're still pissed that their leader was killed, and they're coming with the wild Valkyries to just... <laughs> 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 to just kill everyone, I guess? A bunch of Valkyrie clones just running down the woods, <laughs> like... <laughs> with some goblins. So, hence the Battle of Five Armies. I guess you have the... Is it five armies, like, men, wolves, goblins? Wolves? Is that what you said? Wolves. Wargs. Wargs. <laughs> wargs. They're wolves, Wolves, though. wargs, the same thing. Wild wolves. Apparently, according to TolkienSociety.org, the five armies are men, elves, dwarves, the orcs of Dol Gordur, and the orcs of Mount Gundabad. There was orcs in this? What? I guess. Yeah, I don't remember reading that. I thought it was men, wargs, goblins, elves, and dwarves. Like, that's five. That's what I thought. But Or you could also look at it like Thorin, Dane, Bard, whatever the elf guy's name is, and goblins as well. That's also five. Yeah. Where the fuck are the orcs? Yeah, like, where the, where the hell are they mentioned? <laughs> Some people use goblins and orcs interchangeably. Oh, sounds racist. And some people also consider that the eagles are another one of the armies. No, they're a oh, band, yeah. and they play Hotel California all the time. They just show. Ah, up. I see what you did there. Oh yeah, the the <laughs> eagles make a surprise entrance. Exactly, like they just show up, like kind of towards the middle end of the th- everything. They're like, "Oh, we'll just." Yeah, it's like it's not really a surprise because that's what Tolkien does at the end of all his stories. He's like, "Oh, by the way, the eagles." There was big fucking birds. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking eagles. So freaking big. They all meet for a council, even though they're all pissed at each other still. 
And the plan that they make is that they're all going to band together against the goblins slash wolves slash wargs slash orcs. <laughs> slash uh, Lannisters slash... Too many people in that group. <laughs> slash Night's Watch. Slash Darth Vader. Slash, slash Stormtroopers. Vampires, the Cullens. Pirates. White Walkers. The Cullens, the White Walkers. Battle of all the armies. <laughs> the Volturi. The X-Men. <laughs> That's a movie I'd watch. Voldemort. Hogwarts, the battle of 27 armies. Yeah. I Death mean, Eaters show up. If they're going to make a whole movie about it, you might as well throw in Voldemort and the Volteri. Couple dinosaurs from Jurassic Park, you know. You mean reptiles? Yes, a couple reptiles. Of reptiles. <laughs> Just throw some lizards in. Like the really small ones. This is the episode theme, <laughs> reptiles. This is our movie, the Battle of the Five Reptile Armies. Snacks, lizards. <laughs> the snacks. snacks. The snacks. The lizards. <laughs> uh, what are other reptiles? The dinosaurs. Frogs? No, frogs are amphibians. The dinosaurs. Uh, 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 the iguanas. Uh, those are lizards. <laughs> we have three. Turtles. Those are amphibians. Tortoises. Are they really? I thought rept- I thought tur- turtles were alligators, reptiles. crocodiles. Oh no. Oh no, wait. No. You're right. Turtles are not amphibians. Amphibians have like the slimy skin like salamanders yeah. and frogs. And- yeah. Geckos. Are lizards. So the battle of the 27 <laughs> reptiles starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and honestly, oh. it's like pretty straightforward. I mean, yeah. I feel like there's not that much to talk about. They literally knock Bilbo out. Yeah, like, it's more from Bilbo's perspective, because they're like, oh, like, the goblins yeah. were surrounding him, and he, like, saw something, and then a stone hit him on the head, and he passed out for, like, an X amount of hours. Yeah, he got a fucking concussion again, and that's how the chapter ends. He misses the whole battle, yeah. But here's the thing, okay... Did he have the ring on? Was there any point where he put on the ring? Because then... Yeah, he put it on at the very beginning. Okay. And that's kind of why he's not really that involved, I guess. And he's, like, sort of watching is because he just, like, GTFO'd really fast. He's like, okay, I'll go on an adventure, but I'm not going to die, okay? Like, he... no thanks. going to hide, put the ring on my finger. He's like, I will talk to a dragon, but I didn't sign up for no 17 reptile army. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I don't fuck with Komodo dragons. Yeah, Bilbo, I would be Bilbo. Like, I would be like, okay, I want to opt out of this, please. Like, let me just stay invisible for the next, like, Yeah, I'm not going to be in the war, so y'all fight over your stones or whatever. Drink my hard seltzer. I'll meet you when you're done. (laughs) Yeah, let's meet for drinks after you win the battle. (laughs) Does uh, 11 a.m. sound good? Yeah. Yeah, so you you guys will win by then, right? Like Fingers crossed. So, so yeah, they all fight, and it's a big thing. And eagles come at the end. There was, like, a moment he saw the eagles. I put, like, that he saw the eagles in the distance, like, coming in. They're like, oh, it's the eagles, and then... The eagles, the eagles, he shouted. The eagles are coming. Yeah, and then he passed, just gets unconscious. The eagles, cried Bilbo once more, but at that moment, a stone hurling from above smote heavily on his helm, and he fell with a crash and knew no more. That sounds like a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. He needs to see a doctor. In the paragraph after he shouts about the eagles, I love it how they have to specify Bilbo's eyes were seldom wrong. 
Because remember, he sees better. Like, Kabas have better vision than... True, but also it's big fucking birds, so, like, how is that? <laughs> or the band or the football team. Either way, it's either a big <laughs> bird or a lot of people. He saw the Philadelphia Eagles coming in that they were the sixth army. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the fifth army. <laughs> Peyton Manning showed up. It's like, all right, team. Is that the only football player name you know? Because he didn't play for he, the Eagles. He didn't play for the Eagles. Not even once? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Tom Brady. Wait, did uh, he seriously never play for the Eagles? No. Julio Jones. He played uh, for the Broncos and he played no. for the Colts. That, okay, that's what I was thinking. Of. He okay. lives, yeah, he lives down the street from me, actually, if you want me to go to his house. Uh, say hi to him when you see him. Tell him he should have been on the Eagles so my joke worked. <laughs> okay, I'll tell him that. I could have sworn he was on the Eagles for like at least a year, but maybe. Michael Vick was. Um, so now that we know Bilbo's favorite band. Did y'all have anything you wanted to say specifically about the battle other than the fact that it happened? It happened. Comparing it, yeah, comparing it to the movie because it's not only Bilbo's perspective. Yeah. It's like all this other crap is happening and you're forgetting who's who. I literally just can't believe they took that one chapter and they're like, we're going to make a movie out of this. Like a two and a half hour movie. It's not even that chapter. It's literally three pages. Yeah. Of battle. Yeah. And then it's three hours in the movie. Like, how? Most of it's like, the goblins gathered in the valley. Suddenly there was a great shout, and from the gate there came a trumpet call. So it's very, like, action one, action two, action mm-hmm. three, yeah. action four. Which is, like, fine, but at the same time, like, when I was reading this, I literally sat there and, like, if they could just go back in time and make one movie out of this, that'd be great. Like, they didn't need to make three. Mm-mm. Or a two-parter, even. Like, they could have done a two-parter, and that would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. Three is just like, I get the whole trilogy-esque kind of thing, but... Yeah, the, the, the studio really just wanted to recreate Lord of the Rings. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, the third Return of the King was, like, just all battles. So let's make True. the all third battle. Hobbit all battles. Yeah. Why not? I guess that brings us to the next chapter, which is chapter XVIII. 18. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> chapter XXX. XXX. Nice. The return journey. So Bilbo wakes up and he's definitely concussed. Mm-hmm. Yes, he needs to go see a doctor. Because he says that mm-hmm. he was shaking and as chilled as a stone, but his head burned with fire. And I'm like, dude, you have a concussion. You literally have a concussion. Checking into the ER somewhere. I'm sure there's a place where you can go. But also, what's, <laughs> what's healthcare like in Middle Earth, though? He might not have coverage. That's true. That's true. I wonder if, like, what insurance policy he has. It has to be. It has to be at least uh, seven armies for his insurance to kick. <laughs> I wonder if he has five lizards health insurance. <laughs> he has Geico. Geico. <laughs> so he kind of comes to, and the battle's over. No one's around him, and he's just like, "The fuck is going on?" And he sees some stuff going on in the distance. And then there's a guy who is climbing near him. And then Bill was like, oh, hello. And the guy's like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? And then Bill was like, oh, wait, I'm wearing my ring. And he took off his ring. Oh, wait, it's my yeah. wedding ring. My bad. Oops. Oopsie, did I have this on? He's like, it's me, Bilbo Baggins, companion of Thorin. Just in case you forgot who I was, I'm sorry. I'm his friend, so don't kill me. 
Yeah, it's like, I, I happen to know Gandalf the Grey, so back the fuck up. Yeah, so don't kill me, please. <laughs> Can you please not kill me? Thanks. <laughs> I mean, that seems like his personality. Like, I definitely think, like, I, I don't know, I'm digging Bilbo right now. He's, he's my kind of guy. Well, it's funny because the guy was like, oh, you know, the army, or not the army, the battle finished and we haven't been able to find you, so I was actually sent to look for you. And then Bilbo was like, oh, really? And the guy's like, yeah, we looked all over for you and you couldn't find you. And he was just like, oh, well, I, I, I don't know. I just, I got a knock on the head and I just took a tumble and... I just passed out, had a concussion. I think I need to go to the hospital. I got concussed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Does Geico cover this? Do you accept my health insurance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So then this random guy brings Bilbo back to the camp. And Gandalf's like, wow, I am so happy you're back. Here, let me take you to your friend's deathbed. <laughs> oh, by the way. <laughs> the friend that you told us about is dying. So I can't really help you there. <laughs> And he died off screen, too, so nobody even saw it. I know. It's so sad. They bring him to Thorin, who has a bunch of battle wounds, and he basically says his goodbyes to Bilbo, and he's like, yeah, I take back everything I said. I'm sorry I was a dick to you. And Bilbo's like, nah, fam, it's okay. Aw. I mean, that's kind of sentimental in a way. I don't remember this from the movie whatsoever well they dragged out his death in the movie because he was fighting that other that orc dude with like one eye yeah like i don't even remember his death like it seems like here wasn't he trying to like defend something else and that's how he died is that am i getting this correct from the book um i don't remember honestly i i don't remember either but like I don't know, the way that he died in the book is just like, okay, like, peace out, I'll see you later, and he just, like, goes away, where in the movie it's, yeah. like, so dramatic, but I don't even remember his well, death Well, that's the thing, much. it's like, when I, when I saw it in the movie, I remember going, oh, right, Thorin dies in this, I forgot about that, when it happened, and I was like, and then, same thing with, like, Feely, or which one, which one was it, Keely or Feely? Feely and Keely both died. Yeah, I don't remember that, I don't remember any of this. Yeah. I, I knew I knew because they turned Keeley into the hot dwarf in the movie, and I knew he was gonna die because they gave him a whole girlfriend. Oh, who's but, he? Yeah, they, they, okay. Pretty sure I knew at least one of them died. He says one of my favorite lines though while he's dying. So Bilbo is basically saying that he doesn't need any of the treasure. Like it's fine. That it was really cool of them to include him on the adventure. And then Thorin's like, "No, you know, you were smart. You were brave. You totally deserve it." And he says, if more of us valued food and cheer and song above hoarded gold, it would be a merrier world. <laughs> Too bad he didn't think of that 20 minutes ago before he started killing him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Bilbo just kind of goes away and he has like a long cry, which is, is sad. I like that's not drawn out, though. Yeah, I mean, in, in the book, it gets right to the point. What caught me the most off guard is this paragraph. When Gandalf saw Bilbo, he was delighted. Baggins, he exclaimed. Well, I never. Alive after all, I am glad. I began to wonder if even your luck would see you through. A terrible business, and it was nearly disastrous. But other news can wait. Come, he said more gravely. You are called for. And leading the hobbit, he took him within the tent. And then Thorin's, like, dying. <laughs> I'm so happy you're alive. Oh, there's some dying dude over here. No big deal. Yeah, remember the guy that you've been traveling with for the last year? Well, like, he's he's on his way out, so you gotta go say goodbye. 
Catherine's having internet problems. Internet problems? What is the internet problems? Oh, she did freeze, didn't she? Hey, you look kind of peppy. I am peppy because I just drank a cup of coffee from La Belle Rosette Espresso and Wine Bar. That's in Denver, right? Yep. We are located right across the street from the University of Denver. And do they have more than just espresso and wine? Yeah, we have breakfast burritos, paninis, pastries, teas. We have a lot. If someone was walking through Denver and let's say this person was me and let's say I wanted a panini, when is LaBelle open so I can go and get one? We are open from 7 to 5 Monday through Friday, 7 to 2 on Saturdays, 8 to 2 on Sundays. And if you use the code FPPODCAST, you'll get 15% off your order, whether you're in store or online at labellerosette.com. That's a really good deal. Totally a good deal, and it's even a better deal when you get to see moi at the store. Is that a good deal? Uh, not really, but I actually need to head to work right now because I'm going to be late. Oh. So I'm going to go. Go to La Belle Rosette. Go. Bye. Right now. Drop <laughs> everything. Go. I wonder how that last <laughs> recording went on Zoom. I'm pretty sure that got cut out. Sorry, you guys like froze and I was like, oh fuck, and it wasn't getting any better, so it stopped. But I'm still recording on my phone. All right, what we left off with? Uh, Thorin died. Oh, yeah, Thorin died. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, it seemed like, and maybe I just got this wrong when I was reading it because this is what I got. It seemed like he was, uh, what do you say? Farewell, good thief, he said. I go now to the halls of waiting to sit beside my father's until the world is renewed. Since I leave now all gold and silver and go where it is of little worth, I wish to be parted friendship from you and I would take back my words, blah, blah, blah. It seemed like, though, like, in the next, like, it just seemed like he was still fighting afterwards. Was he or was he not? I don't know. Still fighting what? Still fighting somebody. I have no clue. I could be wrong. He basically died from battle wounds and... When he's saying farewell, good thief, he's talking to Bilbo. Okay. It just seemed like he was just piecing out of the room, continuing on to, like, fight something else, like somebody else. It's That's what it seemed like at first. I think he's kind of like, let's say our goodbyes quickly because I'm dying, and maybe he has, like, other people to say goodbye to. Okay. Or he doesn't want, like, Bilbo crying over his body okay. or... I just probably misinterpreted it, but yeah, like, I was just sitting there like, is he just piecing out? Like, hi, like, I'm gonna go do this, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, he's going up to the sky to be with his dad. It was pretty abrupt, though. It did feel abrupt. It really did. No, I don't think you missed anything. Well, I mean, you did miss the point of it, but it's understandable why. (laughs) I don't think you missed anything, but even though you did. (laughs) And then Keely and Feely die, and I was looking up the hot one. I forgot. Yeah, they made him hot because he had to have a girlfriend. I looked at one of them, and I was like, ooh, he is fine. Yum. Okay. And they basically go back also and kind of go over parts of the battle that Bilbo didn't see. Mm-hmm. So apparently Bjorn came as a bear and fought with them. As a bear. Just messing up some goblins. like. And the eagles came as well. The eagles came and Bilbo's like, well, where are the eagles? And he's like, you know, some of them are here because of her, but most of them went back home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't really hang out with us. They just come to do whatever they want. Um, and they buried Thorin and Feely and Keely. I think they buried them all together. And no, 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 they didn't bury them all together, but it was like Feely and Keely died before Thorin because he was 
their mother's brother and I'm like I'm I'm not setting aside my life for my mother's brother like I'm no no (laughs) and they died together that that's what matters the most right Oh, if we should die hey, tonight. out of the entire group, only three people? Like, you only have three fatalities? That's pretty successful for a... That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, like, you didn't lose too many. <laughs> you didn't lose any main character, except Thorn. <laughs> Thorn is buried with the sword that he was using. The Elven King gave it to him, and he's buried in nice armor. They give a 14th share of the treasure to Bard as compensation for... I guess, killing the dragon and his village being destroyed. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, even though it is a 14 share, it's still way more money than we can imagine, so. Yeah. And then basically, they just kind of pack up and peace out. Well, time to go. (laughs) Yeah, Dane becomes, like, king under the mountain, Mm -hmm. I guess. And he's like, Bilbo, like, you deserved some of this treasure. And Bilbo's like, well, I don't want that much. And then Dane's like, just go ahead and take it. And he's like, okay. And then he- Just take it, man. He packs like one chest of gold and one chest of silver and puts it on this poor pony. I'm telling you, like, Bilbo is my kind of guy. I always say the same thing. Oh, I don't need this. And then I would- (laughs) But if you insist. And then him and um, Gandalf basically walk back home. Yep. With the elves and Bjorn. They all go as a group together, and um, then they, like, kind of split up, like, the elves go to Mirkwood. Um, I do not blame Bilbo for and Gandalf and Bjorn for not going through Mirkwood, because that seems like an awful time. Fuck that. <laughs> Screw that place. We're going around <laughs> and taking the long way home. <laughs> Is that what elves. they basically did? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're not going through this crap. They didn't want to deal with going through the Mirkwood again, which, after the experience that he had there, I don't blame him for. Yeah, no, I would, if I saw giant spiders in a place, I'd be like, bye, I'm never coming back here again. Actually, I'm going to burn this place down to the ground. Is it also Thranduil gave him a hard time when they got there anyway, so it's like, yeah, we don't really want to be around you for longer than we have to, so. And then Bjorn goes off and does his own thing, and so it's just Gandalf and Bilbo. Actually, no, they spend, like, a whole Christmas with him and stuff like that, don't they? Because they celebrate Christmas in Middle-earth, I guess. Or Yule. Tolkien Yule says that as they're getting closer and closer to the Shire, Bilbo's, like, getting more in tune with his bag inside and be like, wow, I wish I was home. I wish I was in my armchair. Yada, yada, yada. And that brings us to chapter 19, which is the last stage, which basically they get to Rivendell. On May the 1st. So that was, they, they got there, like, a couple days ago. And it's a lot of singing. Oh, yeah. Like, there's... That's basically all I wrote in my notes. I wrote down, very filler. The elves sing a lot <laughs> in Rivendell. Yeah. But here's the thing. I don't remember any of that in the movie. I don't remember any of that in the Lord of the Rings. Did they ever sing in Lord of the Rings? I don't remember any singing Most of there. the songs were during the credits. They took some songs. Like, like the Misty Mountain song at the beginning of this one. They, they did definitely did that one. And they turned it into the end credit song as also. Gotcha. And they pass by the trolls from the beginning of the story. Then they go to the Shire, and do-do-do. lo and behold, do-do-do-do-do-do. they think Bilbo is dead, and they're basically <laughs> selling or auctioning off his crap. <laughs> and he's like, what the hell? It's the most Tolkien thing ever, <laughs> is just to have them come home to find out everything is just completely fucked up. Yeah, 
He's like, I almost died a million times. And this happens. I get home and everybody thinks I'm actually dead. Yeah. But lo and behold, I'm not. Apparently cousins that he has that he calls the Sackville Bagginses were, yeah, selling off all his possessions in an estate sale. And Bilbo had to <laughs> basically tell everyone that he wasn't dead and like prove that he wasn't dead. And then either buy back or trade for his stuff. And since he wasn't dead and he went on an adventure, a lot of the other hobbits didn't look on him super fondly and didn't let their kids around him and stuff. Which is like, how long was he really gone for? Like a year, right? Yeah, but it's like, okay, you guys are going to like basically shun him kind of because of this. Like, he was just gone for a year. I mean, they are, a lot of people already thought he was weird anyway, so they're probably like, oh, well. Now that he's gone, wish he would stay gone, you know. Well, what's up with that whole party that they had at Lord of the Rings like a few years later? He's like, what? It's his birthday and they're like all having a celebration for him? That was like 50 years later. Okay, I don't get this sense of time in Middle Earth because I forget that everyone's like 2,000 years old. Yeah. (laughs) Indeed, Bibble found that he lost more than spoons. He had lost his reputation. It is true that forever after he remained an elf friend and had the honor of dwarves, wizards, and all such folk as ever passed that way. But he was no longer quite respectable. He was in fact held by all the hobbits of the neighborhood to be queer except by his nephews and nieces on the Took side, but even they were not encouraged in their friendship by their elders. It's fine. He doesn't need to be friends with hobbits anyway. He <laughs> has really cool friends that come and visit him, and they're like, let's talk about our cool stories. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, I know fucking Dwalin and Balin, like, and baby Balin, so yeah, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I talked to a dragon, okay? Like, I think I can handle some... Yeah, friends with fucking Smaug. I need some friends that are at my status in life. Thank you very much. Yeah. Do you see how much treasure I got? Mm. Where's your ice, motherfucker? You see this ring? Oh, you can't see this ring because you can't see me when I'm wearing this ring. Motherfucker, like, my eyes make me invisible. What does yours do? Now you see me? Now you don't. Now you see me? Now you don't. The last scene of the book is... Pull in, pull out. (laughs) Sorry. The last the last scene of the book is Gandalf and uh, Balin going to visit Bilbo, and they're all, like, super rich. <laughs> and they're just reminiscing. They're like, yo, party at Bilbo. They're like, what up? And Let's have another party. Another dinner. They're just, they're talking about basically everyone that they encountered on their journey and what they're up to now. I mean, they're just, like, talking about the people and being like, Oh, yeah, there's a new master of Lake Town or something. Yeah, they say it's Bard, which is comes as a surprise to no one. And that he's, like, super wise and kind and popular. And then Bilbo's like, well, I guess the prophecies of the old songs have come true, but it took a while. And then Gandalf says, of course, and why should that not prove true? Surely you don't disbelieve the prophecies because you had a hand in bringing them about yourself. You don't really suppose, do you, that all your adventures and escapes are managed by mere luck just for your sole benefit? You are a very fine person, Mr. Baggins, and I'm very fond of you, but you are only quite a little fellow in the whole wide world after all. Thank goodness, said Bilbo laughing and handed him the tobacco jar. Hmm. And that's it. The end. And then we have a whole thing of Lord of the Rings to read. It is interesting that Tolkien, uh, uh, I like the way he always kind of like does some 
this is what happened after the epic adventure. Like an epilogue? Yeah, he always does an epilogue and... Wait, is there an epilogue to this? No, but like that last little section was kind of like an epilogue. Uh, the, the whole thing, him yeah. coming home, is like a little extra scene. Because a lot of stories, they just kind of end, and then they like time jump a lot of the time, and you're just like, oh, well, now that was awkward. He, uh, it's nice to see people try to return to their normal life after doing a bunch of bullshit. It's kind of like how they did that when Lord of the Rings. Like, and maybe it's just because I'm more fond of that series yeah. versus The Hobbit. But it's like they kind of do that with Lord of the Rings, like with the end where it's like they have Sam. In the movies especially, they earned that ending because they were. it was like all three of those movies were so lot. long. It's like you kind of needed that. So oh, yeah. they, could, they could afford nice to ending. drag it out a little bit, which I, appre- I appreciate that. So, Catherine, this was your first read-through of The Hobbit. What do you think? And I guess we never interviewed you for the last two sections either because you decided to be sick. <laughs> I didn't decide to be sick. You made the decision that it wasn't convenient for you. I decided to go to work one day and one of my kids just being sick with the flu saying, it's allergies, and definitely catching those allergies and wiping me out for freaking four or five days. Anyway, <laughs> this book... It's definitely, I think, like, I kind of wish I read it as a kid, but it's definitely a kid's book. There's definitely some really interesting parts that I think stick out in this book. I really liked the section with him and Gollum. I thought that was really cool. Totally would fail at riddles, but um, did not like the spider part when they're in the <laughs> Mirkwood forest. I, I also felt like they were in Mirkwood for a very long time. <laughs> well, they were. I mean, if you compare it to the whole length of the book, considering that the battle... Yeah. Five armies was one chapter with the battle being three pages of that chapter. Yeah. If I watch the second film, which is a goal of mine to have in a very near future now, I'm pretty sure if the second film is just them mainly in Mirkwood, I'm probably going to fall asleep in the middle of that movie, most likely. It's about half if and they're half. In the woods, half and half. Yeah, and they're then in he's Mirkwood like in the for a good chunk of time, but then, yeah. I also thought that there was a lot more happening with, is it Smog? Is that his name? Smog. So because I know that the second film is what the desolation Mm -hmm. of Smog, is that correct? Mm -hmm. I thought there would be so much more about Smog in this book too. I thought there would be so much more. And we did get like some nice like content where there's like a good bit with him talking to Bilbo and stuff, but I thought there would be more to it. I thought there was going to be more stuff with Smog himself. And it, he just, like, shows that, like, they talk about him in the beginning. That's the reason why the dwarves are going to the Lonely Mountain in the first place, to go get their treasure, defeat Smog. And I feel like it happened very fast. We don't, like, the dwarves don't really kill him. No. Yeah. Which is really sad, because I thought they were going to kill him. <laughs> and they don't. It makes sense, though, if you think about it, because the story is about their adventure and not about them slaying a dragon. It's like when you look at it from that perspective, it makes more sense. Yeah, there's more to their journey than just defeating a dragon. But yeah, I don't know. I thought there was going to be more to that plot. And there was a good bit amount, but I thought there'd be more. Right. I mean, it would have been cool for him to be also in the battle of the five reptiles could have been the sixth reptile exactly (laughs) and they decide not to show it (laughs) it is weird though how in the movie the second movie ends like right before they kill smaug 
And they kill him in the beginning of the third, right? The first, like, five minutes of the third movie is them killing Smash. I'm like, why didn't you just tack that onto the second movie and then just start the third movie there? That is what I remember. Because they have to give you like, reason to come back. I guess. <laughs> Spoiler, he dies. No, no, no it, it, it would have been like ball. ending two towers right as Gandalf showed up with Aomer at the end of two towers and then cutting there. And then the third movie began with them uh, winning the battles of Helm's Deep. It's like, okay, why would you end it in the middle of the fight? Why wouldn't you just finish the fight and then just start the next movie at a reasonable spot? <laughs> well, they made three movies out of, move, of, out of a book that should have been one movie. Yeah. Like, also, on. yeah, there's no reason there should have been three movies. So, like, why couldn't you just have had the second movie is defeat Smaug, have the battle, done. But I think for, like, a kid's book, like, at this time, like, what, this was out in 1937, yes? Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good for, like, a kid's book. It's a neat adventure story. I think, like, I mean, back in that time, was there a lot of stuff, like, involving, like, Middle Earth like this? No, he, w- he was establishing a lot of fantasy tropes when he was writing mm-hmm. these books in okay. particular. So, like, this was, like, one of, like, the very first, like, books diving into this kind of, like, realm. Yeah, with, with this level of yeah. intricacy and detail put into its world. That wasn't just, like, straight-up mythology, yeah. Yeah. I think for its time, definitely, that would have been, like, so cool to just, like, read this and be like, wow, this is completely different to what is out here. Because I think, like, I think about other fantasy novels of the time that are adventurous, like Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz, and it's different. It's very... It feels very childlike, but this is childlike, but there's also, like, things happening that's, like, death. Yeah. Riddles! Yeah. <laughs> Spiders. Read this, and it reads like a Narnia book, because the Narnia books are very, very kid-friendly. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But it, it, that cl- Tolkien clearly wanted to add a little more edge to it, and that's I think that's why he yeah. did Lord of the Rings, was to... The Hobbit is like the PG thirteen version of Narnia. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean it essentially is though, because even if you watch the movie, the Narnia movies, they just feel like light Lord of the Rings. So Matt, on Fiddle and Pipe, we do a thing where when we finish a book, we rate it. Mm-hmm. What would you, um, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate the Hobbit and why? Um, it's really tricky because it's tricky. For like for me, it might not be something that I would go back and reread voluntarily. So I would give it a six or seven, honestly. Only because it's like, I don't see myself, I, I, I don't see myself revisiting it unless I'm like reading it to my children or something. Um, and even, even The Lord of the Rings, I feel the same way about. I don't see myself revisiting those books. The movies are timeless for me and I will always watch them. But the books, just the style, they're The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, the style is just so it's really off-putting for me, so I can't in good conscience uh, give it a higher score than that, but I understand why it's a classic and why so many people hold it in such a high regard. I'm kind of like on the same spectrum with Matt, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a seven. I think it's really neat that I read this. I'm really glad I finally read it and didn't (laughs) stop. Besides the two episodes that you weren't on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sorry, guys. You know, I'm going to get a flu shot next year. That way this doesn't happen again. (laughs) The flu... No, the podcast... For a second, I was like, 
about to say the flute substitute. I'll, I'll play flute for Catherine and I'll... But yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. I do want to read Lord of the Rings, and I feel like if I ever were to read that book, I would reread this again, just to kind of use it as a warm-up and kind of, like, set the tone, like, okay, getting into Middle-earth now. It's different, though, like, compared to, like, my feelings toward, like, Harry Potter and other fantasy series that I'm very familiar with, because I feel like every time I read Harry Potter at the end of it, I feel like, oh, I want to reread this again. This is so cute. But I don't really have that feeling with The Hobbit right now. I do want to watch, like, I do want to have, like, a day where I can watch the movies. That'd be, like, two days, actually. But still, um, like, watch a movie marathon and kind of really get into it. Because I do like the movies. I do like Lord of the Rings. And I need to complete The Hobbit. (laughs) I would probably give The Hobbit a 9 out of 10. And I feel like mostly it's for sentimental value. Because I read this book as a kid and loved it as a kid, and I reread it a few times as like a preteen and an adult. Or not an adult, a preteen and a teenager. Rereading it now, I realize how dry the intro was, and unless you're taking the approach of this is really meant to be out loud, it's a little hard. Yeah. Talking about it on a podcast makes it more relatable, honestly. Um, I love it more for what it is. I think, and I like the idea of it more than the actual book, if that makes sense. I love The Hobbit. This is one of my first fantasy books, and I'm not too big into fantasy. It's not one of my favorite genres, just because I used to think that all fantasy was, like, adult high fantasy, and I can I can't really oh. get into it as much, because I, I have such a hard time retaining information, like... It's hard for me to remember all these fictional places and a map and fictional people and wars and marriages Mm -hmm. and yada yada. Like, I read Game of Thrones and that was kind of difficult for me. Even though it's a good series, it's kind of difficult. Yeah, reading Game of Thrones, especially the later books, is like, help. Yeah, but I did really really enjoy this and I liked taking another look back at it because I haven't read it in like 10 years. This is definitely the type of book I could see myself reading to my children in when they're, like, five or six. I honestly, like, wish I read this when I was younger. Like, I genuinely, like, don't know why I never read this. I don't remember seeing it in the library or anything. Yeah, my dad used to read to us at night, and he had all the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and The Silmarillion in his office. Like, he's had them forever. So is Silmarillion, like, what is that? Is that, like, in between Hobbit and Lord of the Rings? Or is that, like... I think it's earlier... If I'm not mistaken. Cimmerillion just sounds like a planet. Like, it doesn't seem like it's a Middle Earth kind of name. It sounds like a space name from Star Wars. <laughs> the Cimmerillion is like the creation of Middle Earth and a lot of the origin story okay. of Middle Earth. So it's not, it's not like How it's Middle really... How Middle Earth has begun. Yeah, they refer to events that happen in the movies and the books and stuff. But it's like way before. So is this possibly what the amazon series is about then because i know that the amazon series is like before the hobbit and everything like that they i think they said it's the second the second age of middle earth which i don't really know what that means in terms of the timeline but um uh, let's see what google has to say uh it'll take place about a millennia before the hobbit Hmm. so that's what a thousand years no legolas in this one Now, thanks for joining us for not one, but two episodes of The Mm -hmm. Hobbit.
You were here for the beginning and the ending. Yes, that's yeah. that. I like to bookend things, as they say. <laughs> if people <laughs> want to find you or see what you do, where can they find you, and what do you do? Um, well, my address is. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find me, come to my house. Um, no, but if you like books, I mean, uh, uh, I also talk about books on mm, conversations too. So uh, I, I enjoy being uh, a book nerd. And um, I think I want to do more book episodes of this and mm, conversations as well. So check that out. Um, I think the newest episode, it's not out yet, but it will be uh, having to do with books. I had to delay it because technical difficulties. But it will be out soon. We give book recommendations. So um, And Brittany Ross is on it too. So I am. Thank you all for listening. If you like what we do here and you want to see more of us you can follow katherine at cat flinch flute mm-hmm. and you can follow Brittany at bm ross music and if you want to follow our instagram page then please go to fiddle at, or at fiddle and pipe where you will get your social media updates and if you're more of a facebook fan because you know it's okay it's totally fine you know because you're over 20. You were really struggling there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're a Facebook fan, um, we do have Fiddle and Pipe Forum, so go join that. It's free. It's open for you to join. Until Zuckerberg takes it over. Um, I will toss out uh, the mm, Conversations Instagram, which I forget if this one has the underscore, so let me check real quick. Yes, this one has mmm underscore conversations. And how do you spell mmm? Mmm is delicious with three M's. <laughs> <laughs> so it's M-M-M underscore conversations? That's indeed correct, yes. Not yeah. XXX. Not XXX. Uh, that's going to be a higher tier reward on Patreon one of these days. Um, XXX conversations. XXX conversations. <laughs> when y'all have a Patreon, that should be your Patreon exactly. tier level. Talk about talk about uh, sexy time. Yes. <laughs> and if you want to follow us on Patreon, we are at uh, we are at patreon.com slash fiddle and pipe where we do have fiddle and pipe happy hour and an upcoming tier where you're gonna hear some XXX conversations. And I triple X can't wait. Triple X and. It's very scandalous. You know, we got a cool book coming up, you know. Can't and it won't be one. released on our mainstream. So if you want to find it, hop on over to patreon.com. And for as little as $2 a month, you can support us. So consider it. If you cannot or will not financially contribute to us, you can always rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. That's for free. Spotify and Apple Podcasts let you do it. Probably some other ones let you do it too. You can also sit down your best pal and plug in our podcast into their ears. It's also for free. (laughs) And force them to listen to it. It's like you're going to sit here and you're going to enjoy this. Yeah. You better be listening to this podcast. (laughs) There's going to be a quiz at the end. (laughs) A quiz at the end. (laughs) You're being graded on this. Uh, next week will be a non-book episode, I believe. Isn't our subject something about end of the school year or something, something, something? Yeah. Surviving this end of the school year where we, even though I'm still teaching until the last week of May. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I literally just finished my last day of clinicianing today. 
I'm almost done. This is like, I think this week is like one of my busier weeks. And then after next, after this week, I should be okay. But the school year is just so freaking long. I'm so close. And then the Kids week after that, days. we will be starting our next book, which is the opposite of butterfly hunting, the tragedy and the glory of, gro- of growing up. Oh, that means I guess I should get that book. By Ivana Lynch. Yes, you need to get that book. <laughs> if you guys do not know who Ivana Lynch is, she is Luna Lovegood in Harry Potter. And um, I love her real good, and that's what I'm saying. Do you guys remember when they were doing like the auditions for that role? I had some friends that loved Harry Potter so much that they like literally auditioned. They like sent video like tapes. And like let's think back to like 2005 quality, okay? It's true. Um, video clips. I, I and it. like they sent them to like the studios because they really wanted to be Luna Lovegood and then I remember when they actually like casted her and everything like that and I looked at her and I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's perfect." I I'd have been a good <laughs> Luna. <laughs> You've been a good Luna? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, is there any other closing notes that y'all wanted to say about The Hobbit? Or um, I really just want to watch the movie now. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to do. It's fun to compare, so why not? Yeah. Thank you for going down memory lane with me. You're welcome. That's what we're here for. It's fun. I liked it. I'm happy you finally read it. Yeah. I know. Thank you for giving me the book. Ten years ago. <laughs> 10 years I feel like it was less than 10 years ago but I don't know my sense of time is like completely off so it was it probably, probably like was 10 years eight ago, years ago. <laughs> eight years okay that seems a little bit more accurate let's go with that one <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for giving me this book I highly appreciate it <laughs> yeah no problem if I give you another book will you read it in eight years I will read it in eight- <laughs> no we gotta bet on nine years for that <laughs> Alright, well, I guess on that note, we will end, and we will see you all next week. Yeah, have a good week. I don't really have anything fun to say. I bid you all a very fond farewell. Bye. 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 Adios.